going on, everybody? It is a two-game Monday night slate, which I've, I, I have heard is twice as good as a normal Monday night slate. I, I Look, if I'm being honest, I love a good two- or three-game slate. My favorite thing about Thanksgiving, other than being a fat ass and eating too much, is that it's a three-game slate. So when I can get a two-game Monday night slate over a solo Monday night slate, I'm in. I'm in! So... Let's enjoy it. Let's have some fun. And I think there's a lot of ways to get really, really different tonight and play the game if you don't mind being an icky contrarian bastard. What's up, new guy? I'm Degenerate75. I am a DFS content creator who is here to help you get a little bit better at playing DFS. Have some fun with it. Make it be sustainable. And if you do it just right, maybe hit a big one every now and then, okay? I'm not here with picks. I'm not here with plays. I don't have any of that core bullshit. So if that's what you want, this probably ain't going to be the show for you. But I think there's about a thousand other shows on today that do all that stupid fucking nonsense. Go check them out. I'm sure they'll appreciate you. If you do like me, I encourage you to hang around for the next 30 minutes. Throw a question over here in the chat. We will be doing some giveaways. And if you really like the cut of my jib, Come check out that schedule. Every Monday and Thursday, I do this show live at noon for the Monday night and Thursday night football game. I, of course, have my NFL show Saturday night, 7 o'clock, Lord's Time Zone. And yes, I do PGA and college football. But now you can see every Tuesday, me and Tambo, my boy Tambo, do a week preview. We're going to alternate channels. This week, it's on my channel. So tomorrow at noon, just like right now, how you're sitting there not doing shit at work, do this exact same thing tomorrow. Me and Tambo will do a first look at the week three slate. We will be there. My brother from Ship It Nation uh, with all of the insights and opinions that you could ever want and some talking some shit because that's what we do. At least on my station, we're going to talk shit. I will warn you. Tambo's a lot nicer than me. That is what some people say. All right, for every 50 likes we get over here, I will be doing a drawing to play in the Millionaire Maker with me tonight. We will build the lineup together, and I will split the profits with you 50-50. I see we're already basically to 50 likes. We already got one giveaway in the bag. Let's see if we can get to two or three of them, okay? Uh, first things first, let's start with contest selection. I, look, it, I'm just I'm telling you, you NFL donkey dicks have no idea how good you have it. Uh, fan or Fanduel, fuck Fanduel. They're fucking that. Talk about a dying DFS site. DraftKings takes care of us whenever we uh, uh have NFL. There's just no other way around it, right? I wish I wish that it was like this for all the sports, but it's not. All right, but NFL it is. No matter what you want to play tonight, DraftKings has a contest that's going to probably be a really good structure. So, uh, so many of you, the first thing you're doing is you're blowing money on these contest selections. So, what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself, like, what is my goal tonight, right? Like, do you want to spray a bunch of lineups? Because if you do, then you can get in some $1.20 maxes, some $3.20 maxes. Hell, maybe even the, the MME, the mass multi-entry 50 cent or 25 cent jukebox, right? There's those. But maybe you want to, you have a really hot take on how, you know, you make a lineup and you think this is how it's going to play out. Maybe instead of going and spraying 100 bucks across a bunch of entries, you just go play in the $100 single entry or the $50 single entry or the $15 single entry or the 12. They have all kinds of great payout structures. But what I'm telling you is don't always select your contest and then make your player pool. Make your player pool make your narratives then select your contest because depending on how many guys are in that player pool you may not have enough dudes in your player pool to build 20 uh, different lineups and if that's the case you don't want to add guys to your player pool simply just to add more guys to your player pool so what you need to do is go, go find your narratives, go make your player pool for tonight, and then ask yourself, how many lineups do I need to get a good variety of these guys? If you have 20 guys in your player pool, you're probably going to need to make like 20 to 50 lineups. But if you find yourself with only like 10 to 12 guys in your player pool that you really want to get access to tonight, you probably get away with playing some single entry and some three maxes. Um, and that is a great way to start right there by getting high exposure to all the guys you like and not worrying about the guys you don't and letting your player pool dictate your contest selection and not the other way around, which is how I would say about 99% of people do it. 
As always, you can always check out Double Up and Cash Games on these smaller slates. I actually think that Double Ups and Cash Game, by the way, when I say Cash Game, that's 50-50s, that's Double Ups, that's head-to-heads. I think it's more viable on these slates because the, the, the obvious plays become more obvious, right? Like Nick Chubb, Chris Olave, guys like that become very, very obvious, and basically you're just hoping other people mess up and don't play the obvious plays. And if you can get enough people to do that, you can get there. So check those out. And of course, there's always some really good satellites going on. You can see they have a lot of Fantasy Golf World championship tickets, but damn, those aren't cheap, all right? Uh, always, I, I will warn you, satellites and, and qualifiers, the, the, the lock is a little later tonight, so if there's ever a chance at an overlay, because well, there's a two-game slate, so the game is going off an hour earlier tonight, right? It's at 6.15 Lord's time zone as opposed to 7.15 Lord's time zone, which is what we normally get for Monday Night Football, and because of that, a lot of people are going to be like, oh shit, man, I, I just got home from work, I missed it, so with that in mind, be looking for overlays tonight, especially in different formats like tiers and stuff like that, right? The, the captain mode, uh, uh, showdown captain mode for the first game, always be looking for overlays because with the lock an hour earlier, there is a chance at overlays, especially in the different formats like tiers, captain mode, and um, and uh, satellites, okay? There you go. As far as the weather goes tonight, there is some chances of showers there in Pittsburgh, but last I saw, it looks like it's less than 10%, so I'm not too worried about the weather in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's going to be perfect down there in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, so I think both of the games are going to have good scoring conditions as far as the weather goes. The only bad scoring conditions are going to be all four of these teams fucking suck at offense. There's that. That is going to be the main part, okay? So, uh, let, let, let's get over and talk about the stone, talk about the plays, but before we do, don't forget, all of my projections, right? If you don't know by now, I am a sweaty, 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 sweaty tryhard, and I make all my point, uh, point projections, all my ownership projections for NFL, college football, and PGA. I do it for all the main slates, all the showdown slates, and they're all loaded right here on the best optimizer out there, the solver. If you are building more than 10 lineups a week and you are not using an optimizer, just tell me you hate yourself. Just tell me you hate yourself, because first of all, you're not building your lineups optimally, and second of all, you're burning a lot of time hand-building all those, right? So I encourage you to check this out. And you're thinking, man, I can't afford them optimizers. Look, $24.99 a month. That gets you not only the optimizer, but all my projections loaded in there. Or if you want all the sports, you can get it for as cheap as $39.99 a month. Highly encourage you to check it out. A lot of people, I mean, I'm telling you, you don't realize what you're missing. You don't know what you don't know. And not having an optimizer, if you were building, you know, if you're playing at $100 a week or, you know, more, I, I don't know how you live without an optimizer. All right, let's go to the Rosetta Stone. Yes, this is the nerfed out Rosetta Stone. I'm not going to give you my fancy colored up one, okay? You pores that you're you're the YouTube pores, all right? And all of you showing up late, you're the slows, all right? If you want the fancy one that looks like this, well, come on over to my site. But we'll talk about that more in a little bit, okay? Uh, let's see. Getting over here, the Rosetta Stone. Here it is, going over the slate tonight. Both of these games have relatively low totals. You can see we got a 40-point total, and we have a 39-point total. So I would not, you know, the, the Vegas doesn't think these are going to be offensive shootouts, okay? And so whenever we have games with lower scoring totals, and by the way, we're going to be talking about the, the two-game slate. We're not talking about the individual ones, but I think that you could take a lot of the stuff I'm going to say here and apply it to the individual games. But I personally will be playing the two-game two slate tonight, as that will be where most of the good contests are, all right? So just wanted to preface that. When it comes to New Orleans and Carolina, whenever you have a lower total, everybody tends to lean on running backs. And I think you are going to see all the running backs highly owned tonight. I think Jamal Williams, I think uh, uh, Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb's going to be over the moon uh, uh, owned tonight. And even Najee Harris, right? All of these uh, running backs are going to be high owned tonight because when you have a lower total, people tend to err on the side of running backs over quarterback and wide receivers. 
So, of course, we're going to have to play at least two of them. And if you want to play one in the flex, we're going to have to play at least three of them, right? So what you want to do is you want to ask yourself, how are these games going to play out? Is there a way that these games could play out that would be a little bit different, right? If, if, is there a chance that New Orleans and Carolina shoots out? And if you can, right there, you already see a way to get different. You have nine people in your lineup. Maybe you dedicate six or seven of those spots to the game that, quote, unquote, is going to shoot out more, this New Orleans-Carolina game. Or if you think it's the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game. I think both of them have sneaky, could be higher than people expect expect totals, right? But the key is, is you're still playing your narrative, right? But you're playing your narrative over two games as opposed to one. Another thing I want to warn you about before we get into all of the, the uh, injuries and the updates is this. It is going to be very obvious that everybody is going to play Nick Chubb tonight. Everybody is going to play Chris Olave. The pricing is more than baby shit soft. And then when you factor in that we have guys like Deontay Johnson out, and I think Amari Cooper is likely to be out, Literally, you can build any lineup you want and have almost no price constraints. So I think tonight is a very, very reasonable night to leave upwards of $1,000 on the table, which at main slate, I would tell you to never do. But tonight, you've got to be aware of that. And if you know that just you just know in your heart that Nick Chubb's going to break the slate, well, then you play Nick Chubb, right? You've got to have the guy who's going to break the slate, right? But then you start asking yourself questions like, all right, if I'm going to play Olave or I'm going to play Chubb, how can I play them in a way that nobody else is going to play them? And the way to do this is, A, you can leave some money on the table. That's the most obvious one but that you know maybe there's other ways right maybe you play Nick Chubb but you play him with Jerome Ford because a lot of people that play Nick Chubb are not going to double stack him with another running back and don't play like Cleveland can never get two running backs there need I remind you of the days of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt all right or maybe this is a and this is another move that I never hardly uh tell people to do, but maybe it's a double tight end night, right? Maybe you make your flex a tight end tonight because the tight ends on this slate, I think are really good. Jawan Johnson, Hayden Hurst, Najoku, and Pat Fryermuth, I think are all legit tight ends that have that uh, could get there in the flex and, of course, at the tight end position. So be thinking to yourself, am I okay leaving money on the table? Am I okay doubling up at running backs from the same team? Am I okay running a tight end in the super flex? Am I okay whatever? you you got to come up with something that you're doing that is making when you play Nick Chubb different than how everybody else is playing Nick Chubb, okay? Don't build your lineups the exact same way as everybody else. Or uh, maybe the answer is everybody's going to play Jamal Williams tonight. I think he's going to be well over 50% out. So maybe the answer is you just go play uh, the Saints passing game and just hope Jamal Williams is wildly inefficient again, right? So that uh, more tonight more than anything with, with basically every player being affordable and every lineup, right? Uh, I think that the best thing you can do is ask yourself, how can I play these guys different than everybody else is playing them? Because what you don't want to do is be in a 1v1 versus hundreds or thousands of people. Build your roster different, especially if that fits a narrative that you like. Okay. All right, let's get to these. Uh, let's get to the news and talk about how it's going to impact everything. Derek Carr, uh, it was really good in week one for New Orleans. He seems like uh, th- th- he has three top options. Olave, Rashid, uh, Shahid, and Michael Thomas are definitively his top three targets. Juwan Johnson did not. He got five targets, which wasn't bad, but you always got to worry about Taysom Hill coming in uh, and, and, and plucking plays from uh, uh, Derek Carr, especially down on the goal line. We didn't see much of that week one. Taysom Hill was basically just a backup tight end, which is what he has always been. But I think you'd be a fool not to uh, be aware of that. At running back, Kendra Miller does appear as though he's going to be back. We have the status watch on him tonight. We'll have to watch. But it does seem as though he is trending towards playing. He is the rookie out of TCU. And if he plays, you have to imagine they're going to give him probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 to 10 touches. And those will directly be pilfered from Jamal Williams. I, if if Kendra Miller plays, I would not expect Jamal Williams to get 20-plus touches. Again, unless they are in a favorable game script, which means they are playing from ahead and just smashing him into the line every play, right? So be aware of that. At the same time, I also don't think Kendra Miller 
is going to get enough touches to be a viable play tonight at $4,400. However, the one thing I can say about Kendra Miller is this, is in college, the guy hardly ever got touches, and he still always got there because that guy is a home run waiting to happen all the time. Chris Olave is a, certainly the, the, the best wide receiver play on the slate. He has a super high floor, a super high ceiling, and to be honest, on the slate, he should be 10500 and he's 7200 So he's almost like a free square. So maybe you ask yourself, how can I build a lineup, or how can the lineup win this contest without Chris Olave getting there? And the answer to that's not particularly easy, right? So... I, I don't know what the answer to that is, but I will tell you this. Chris Olave is just like Nick Chubb. I think there is a very good chance he is in the optimals tonight. So maybe the answer isn't, isn't to fade him, but the question is, how can I play him and not play him in the exact same way everybody else is, right? Maybe you go all in on a New Orleans stack, because I don't think anybody's going to go Derek Carr, Olave, Rashid, right? No one is going to run that stack. So maybe that's a way. Well, I say no one. It is going to be a lot lower owned stack, because it's a four-game slate. Everybody's going to be owned. But it's going to be a much lower owned stack than I think you'll see from some of these other ones, right? It tied in Juwan Johnson. Uh, I, you know, he, I think he is due for a breakout game. He probably, in my opinion, has the highest upside of any of these tight ends, but he also probably has the lowest floor of any of these tight ends. If he gets one catch for 13 yards or if he gets seven catches for 65 yards and two touchdowns, neither of those would shock me, okay? So uh, be aware of that. Taysom Hill, I wouldn't be worried about him pilfering uh, Juwan Johnson's work. I'd be more worried about him pilfering Derek Carr's work as he may get a goal line package. Uh, the Saints defense is always interesting. I always love defenses against rookie quarterbacks. And uh, last time I checked, Bryce Young is a rookie, uh, which, by the way, Bama's missing that motherfucker right now. So uh, that is something to consider. $3,700, you're going to have all the money you want in the world at cash tonight, or, or excuse me, in your lineups tonight. So if you want to play the Saints defense, I don't think you're going to struggle with that. Let me get a quick swig of the cold brew. Mm-mm-mm. Moving on to Carolina, Bryce Young, you know, he's Bryce Young. He's exactly what we thought. He does not suck balls, but he's also not great, okay? He's basically a game manager at this point of his career. At 5600 once again, you would say, oh, but he's so cheap, but it doesn't matter on this slate, right? Cost, literally the price tag of none of these guys matter because you can get almost, you can play almost every expensive guy in every lineup and you can build that lineup and have money left over. I think Miles Sanders is going to be pretty popular tonight. Uh, the, the Carolina is definitely going to the, want to run the ball. We see Miles Sanders got four targets and 18 rushes in game one. With his uh, home run ability, you've got to think that people are going to want to play that. Um, I, I think the sneakier play could be Chuba Hubbard, who also got double-digit touches. And Miles Sanders, let's face it, the guy's a little fragile. There is a chance that Chuba Hubbard gets in there and steals a little bit of the work if uh, Miles, San, uh, Miles Sanders gets banged up or maybe just some of the third down work. But to me... Carolina, the way to play Carolina tonight is try to figure out this fucking roulette of wide receivers they have, right? It appears as though DJ Chark is trending towards being out. You can see we have the status watch on him up there. And if he is out, the question becomes, well, who does that benefit? Well, first of all, I think Terrence Marshall Jr. is the number one receiver. You can see he ran the, he was on the field the most plays last week and he got the most targets. So I think he is number one, their number one target regardless, right? But to me, Shark being out is really going to be is going to benefit LaVisca Chenault and Jonathan Mingo. I think those are the two guys that benefit the most. And I think Jonathan Mingo is the guy that could emerge as the number one target for the Panthers. So if you want to try to figure out these, these uh, Carolina Panthers, I think that getting one of these guys and nailing the right one, maybe if you play a chalky lineup, this is where you get different because no one is going to want to own these guys because it's so damn hard to know who it's going to be. Especially if you're willing to take a risk on Mingo or Chenault, that right there could be the pump piece that saves you some money. Not that you need to save money, but part of the reason that you're, you know, you could leave $1,500 
on the table tonight, and they have the big-time ability to go off and get you 20 points at maybe like 3 or 4% ownership, right? So be watching that chart news and just know that one of these guys is going to benefit. Adam Thielen, you know, he, he looks old and dusty to me, if you want to know the opinion, and I think people know that name more than they know everybody else, so he's probably just going to inherently get more ownership than he should. Moving over to the second game, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, you know, every time these two teams play, everybody just assumed the game is going to be 13-7 to and that Garrett Miles is going to crack somebody over the skull with their own helmet. That seems to be the two things that everybody assumes. And so Deshaun Watson, yes, he looked pretty good week one, right? I, uh, let me rephrase that. He actually didn't look that great as a quarterback, but he looked good as a fantasy option. He got a lot of scoring done. Uh, the designed run play for the touchdown was really nice. So he is going to, without question, be the highest-owned quarterback on this slate. I bet he comes in, in the neighborhood of around 50%, and on a four-quarterback slate, that is a very high ownership, right? So really what you need to do is I think that Nick Chubb, Deshaun Watson, and Elijah Moore are all going to be super, super high-owned. So maybe what you could do is you just kind of fade Cleveland. I don't think I would completely fade them, but maybe you just go get DPJ, right? Maybe you just uh, – that's Donovan Peoples-Jones. Maybe you just go take a Jerome Ford, and you fade the chalkiest team. Cleveland has the highest total on the slate and will be the highest-owned team when you look at cumulative ownership. Now, is that a good move to fade him? I don't know. Pittsburgh can play good defense. Pittsburgh is at home, and I'm not convinced that Cleveland looks so great week one as Cincinnati just looked really bad. So we still don't know what Cleveland is yet, right? So consider that. But at the same time, you got to ask yourself, Chubb and Watson, I think, are going to be played together way too much tonight, and those are two guys that kind of, to me, do not pair very well together, right? Nick Chubb gets the uh, most of his volume done on the ground, and Deshaun Watson gets a lot of his done on the ground. So if one of them uh, rushes for two touchdowns, they're directly fucking the other one. You understand what I'm saying? So playing those two, playing just one of those two and not playing them together, right there will probably already have you different than 20 to 25% of all lineups in the main GPPs tonight. Amari Cooper does appear as though he is going to be out, which opens up a ton of value at the wide receiver spot. I think Elijah Moore is the definitely the one that benefits the most from this. But the one that I think is going to benefit that people aren't going to think about is Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think that he could be a guy that will be on the field something like 60 to 65% of the time and could see upwards of six to seven targets and will not be the obvious free square that Elijah Moore is going to be. So consider a guy like Donovan Peoples-Jones. If, you, if you're going to be playing Deshaun Watson as your quarterback tonight, consider a punt option like Marquise Goodwin. All it takes is that guy to get one catch for 60 yards and a touchdown, and he has gotten there, and he has helped to get Deshaun Watson there. So if we get word that uh, that our boy Amari Cooper is out, which it appears as though he is trending towards being out, I think that this opens up some cheap wide receiver options for Cleveland, and a lot like we have with the Panthers, trying to hit that roulette at their spot could be the play. Up to 100 likes. We're already doing two giveaways. Let's see if we can get up to 150 over there, you mother fathers. At tight end, I think that uh, David Njoku is just another one of these awesome tight ends on the slate. I, I don't know wh which way to go with these tight ends, but I, this is why I'm telling you, I think that a tight end in the flex tonight is viable because I think these tight ends are just as good as any of the wide receivers that we are seeing for a lot of these teams tonight. Of course, the Browns defense going against Kenny Pickett seems very, very appetizing and I think is going to be very popular. But I will tell you, maybe consider the Steelers defense as an alternative, as I bet they will only be about half the ownership as Cleveland and they're playing at home and home defenses tend to score more than road defenses. So keep that in mind. 
Lastly, I think people are really selling on the the Steelers. They're overreacting to the Steelers having to play a very badass San Francisco 49ers in Week One, and I think I think that you're uh, that you can take advantage of this overreaction. I am still a long term buying in, in Kenny Pickett. Yes, it sucks that Deontay Johnson is out, who was like his warm Care Bear blanket, and that's not ideal. But what that does is that opens up even more value. The value at wide receiver tonight is insane. So if you want to run Kenny Pickett, I am not afraid to go stack him with uh, Pickens. Robinson, and I think Calvin Austin is the guy that probably benefits the most from Deontay Johnson being out. He's going to be on the field more. You can see he got six targets last week, and I think that if Cleveland is blitzing the shit out of Pickett, I think Calvin Austin is the one that will get these small short targets out of the slot more than the other guys will. On that same note, I think Pat Fryermuth could also be that new Care Bear blanket for Kenny Pickett, and if he got six or seven targets tonight, it would not shock me. So a Kenny Pickett stack will probably be the lowest owned stack on this slate. So if you don't want to overreact to what you saw in week one, or you're not buying that Cleveland's defense is as dominant as you think, I think Kenny Pickett stacks are the way to go tonight. And if you really want to get weird with it, maybe even mix in Jalen Warren, who got a sneaky amount of the work in week one, right? This is no longer the Najee Harris plays 90% of the snaps Steelers of the past. This is now Najee Harris plays a hair over 50% and Jalen Warren's getting a lot of the third down work. So I think Jalen Warren actually stacks quite nicely with Kenny Pickett, right? So a Steelers stack could be the one. Another thing to consider is you could always be running a Cleveland stack and then go play some pieces from this early game. Depending on how the early game plays out, you could switch your Deshaun Watson stack, which is going to be very uh, uh, chalky, over to a Kenny Pickett stack, and now you can be a lot different, right? If things go well for you in the early game, well, then keep your chalky Deshaun Watson stack. If they don't go well, uh, or you feel like some people have you boxed out, well, then go switch to a Kenny Pickett stack. That is playing the game. We very we never get this uh, on Mondays where we get these two-game slates, so when we do, you should take advantage of it and play the late swap game. You got it? Good. That is a breakdown. Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper, uh, DJ Chark, all likely being out is just completely opening up too much value on a slate where everybody is always already underpriced. I'm telling you, there's a lot of ways to play the game tonight. Do not be afraid to be different and, of course, be keeping your late swap open, all right? Let's get to the drawing. But uh, By the way, uh, uh, before we do, go check out djn75.com, the fastest-growing community in all of PGA DFS, NFL DFS, and college football DFS because I do all three of them. Uh, we are built around the community. We are built around customer service. We value you, and we want you to have the, the best projections, the best tools out there, and oh yeah, you don't have to be fucking price gouged to do it. If that sounds interesting, well, let me just tell you. We got this little thing called the Rosetta Stone. Uh, you've already saw all my projections I load into there. We, uh, uh, we have an active Discord where I am there to answer all your questions. We will take care of you, get everything you need. If you're an old and you're like, I can't figure out that technology, don't worry. I got the editor. He's a young little whippersnapper that'll help your ass out and if you're like man all that sounds cool but I, i'd like to try it out first uh, before i commit to it all right go sign up for my football newsletter it's in the description of this video you sign up for that you send a, a dm to the editor at the dm editor excuse me at the djn editor on twitter and he will get you a free week on the website the reason we do that is literally 90 percent of people that try a free week say oh shit that's real cool i want to be part of that all right, editor, let's get to the drawing. Let's hope the editor is not dead today. Editor, as of right now, we are going to draw two names to build a million acre ticket with me. If we get to 150 likes, we will do a third ticket. So let's keep those uh, let's keep those likes flowing. We got 183 people in here. I see no reason to not be. Hey, look at Tweezy. Let's go. Tweezy's our first winner. I see no reason we can't get to 150 likes. Tweezy, 
David Wood, you're our two winners. Reach out to me on Twitter or the Discord if you're already over there. We will build the lineup for the game tonight. We will go chase that million dollars together. I'd love to PayPal you a half a million dollars. Uh, guys, I see us up to 125 likes. Go drop, um, go drop one. Get us up to 25 while I answer or 25 more likes while I answer these questions, and then we will do a third drawing. In the meantime, I'm gonna start answering these questions. So if you ever want to be in the drawing, simply you can go like and retweet my NFL show that we're gonna put out Friday nights, or you just simply be here in the chat, ask a question. Limit of two. If you ask more than two, your ass is banned for life. Uh, you think Watson has a big day? I, look, I think Deshaun Watson is a great play tonight. I think Deshaun Watson makes a lot of sense. But here's what I would say, Mac. I live that contrarian lifestyle, and I don't know that he – I am so sure that he's going to have a big game to justify the ownership. That's what I would say. If you play the game, I think you can be okay that Deshaun Watson is likely to have a good game, but then the, also I'm not going to play him. I do that shit all the time, right? Like I just, I just did it at PGA. I knew Max Oma was going to be good, but I know how to play the game enough to know that I'm not going to play him because there's enough of a chance that I could block out a huge part of the field if – he doesn't. All right, looking for questions. Is there an edge to a certain contest type tonight? Seems like a good contest all around. I don't know if any contest quorum are, are particularly an advantage, but what I can tell you is that there is a chance to play late swap, and nobody is going to be late swapping their lineups. So I would build your lineup, especially if you're doing a single entry quorum, build a lineup and have a contingency plan, right? All right, if this happens in the first game and these guys hit for me, well, then I'm going to go with this in the second game. If shit doesn't go well in the first game or this chalk piece gets there that I faded, here's what I'm going to switch to in the late game take advantage of that late swap right and it's almost like you're building two different lineups but you're just playing one slate i love two game slates because they let us use um late swap and late swap let's face it is a lot easier when you only got to do it for two games and one lineup right all right uh nick says what's for lunch uh, i think i'm gonna have a smoothie and then i'm gonna go play some golf nick what's good dm brian all right wait jimmy graham still plays football not that i know of pal not that i know of the editor lives barely he's on life support very sad hey 132 likes new guys go smash that like get us to 150 i want to build three lineups tonight uh all i want is browns and the saints but we said what's up uh i want to see the big guys stop most of the time i like them oh you're doing a okay so four two so tweezy i'm telling you this is a good night to go play the main slate the two game slate and don't just do the single game i guess if you want to do the single game i think that the the play is to probably go four two Steelers would be my contrarian play did anyone wake up did anyone wake up the editor no he actually died we had to revive him very sad story I uh, just got back from Vegas and uh, got destroyed by the house. Can you help me win it back? We're going to see what we can do, BMAC, but I will tell you this. Go into every single GPP slate, assuming you're going to lose, right? When you go in with expectations that you're going to win, it takes the wind out of your sails, and it makes you feel like you're going to lose. When you play a GPP about 97% of the time, on the main slate especially, on the main contest, you are going to lose. So remember that. The key is when you win, make sure you win. Uh, is the other position open? It is not. It is not. He, he, it would have been if he died. I don't know. Is the editor alive? Wow. A lot of shots at the editor today. Damn. Editor just ca fucking catching strays. Thank you. And 20 max, would you be uh, would you be able to completely fade Chubb with his ownership? Well, sure you can fade him, right? Uh, you just got to ask yourself, like, are you fading him just to fade him? Maybe the answer is you just come in underweight because I think Chubb will legit be 70 to 80% owned tonight. He's just going to be like a free square for people. Uh, and anytime a guy's 80% owned, I think that especially a running back, there's always a chance he gets banged up. He gets uh, Maybe he fumbles and gets pulled out of the game. Maybe Cleveland gets in a bad game script. Or maybe the Steelers just commit to stopping the run, right? These are all viable paths and if you want to do that i think that, that that you're going to have some mega leverage if you do that but just know that there's a good chance your ass is going to go down in flames when you do that right because there's a very good chance nick chubb is going to have a good game tonight he is fucking incredible 
Uh, how many tight ends is too many tight ends? I do not mind two tight ends tonight, and I am, uh, I, I'm never a guy that plays a tight end in the flex. But tonight, I think that that is one of the best ways you can be different, Wombat. What is the best strategy in a small two-game slate to implement, uh, uh, to have a game plan? Don't just build your lineup and then enter it and then go to bed tonight. Enter your lineup, watch the first game, be tracking how your guys are doing, be tracking how the guys you didn't do, uh, who you didn't play are doing, and then have a late swap plan in place and say, well, I have Deshaun Watson, but if this game goes ugly in the first one, I'm switching to Kenny Pickett, right? Have that game plan in place, right? Or you have, uh, you know, you have Elijah Moore in the uh, – in your flex, well, then I'm going to go put in uh, Jalen Warren or something like that, right? Have a backup plan to get a little bit different in the second game if things aren't going well and have a plan to uh, have some chalky plays in there if things are going well. You see what I'm talking about there? Because you can have so many people boxed out just by doing that. Uh, who do you think has a better night, Carr or Watson? Most likely to get uh, – ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I, I think Carr's more likely to get 300 yards, but I bet Watson's probably more likely to outscore him on fantasy points just because of the rushing upside, and he doesn't have Taysom Hill, who could always uh, vulture a touchdown or 12. Hey there, first time watching live. Hey, Jay Bailey, thanks for being here, you mother father. Uh, which do you think would be better, Pickens or Fryermuth? God, I, I actually really like them both, but I would tell you this. I think Cleveland's going to blitz the shit out of Pickett tonight, so if you made me choose, I would take Fryermuth. The problem with Pickens is he only gets big down-the-field targets, and I don't know that the Steelers are going to be having a lot of time or wanting to be taking a lot of chances down the field. I think Fryermuth is going to get something in the order of six to eight targets underneath tonight, and at tight ends, the good thing about them is their targets usually convert to catch, so if he has something like five to seven catches, it would not surprise me. And at the tight end position, five to seven catches for 50 yards, hopefully he falls on the box. Now he is a nut type play, right? Let's see. On the solver, do you use uniques uh, in the 20 max? Do you use uniques uh, in the 20 max? Uh, yeah, I try to. I try to. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, let's see. If Cooper is out, you think DPJ gets the low, uh, uh, gets the uh, lost ownership bump? No, I think, well, yes, he will definitely get some, but I think the vast majority of it will go to Elijah Moore, right? Everybody just assumes the number two becomes the number one. I'm more interested in those guys becoming the number three and number four guy becoming the number two and number three guy. That's why I like a DPJ and a Marquise Goodwin getting a little bit of a bump there. Uh, do you think showdown on FanDuel is negative EV? I just hate the five person, uh, builds. You basically got, you, it just doesn't give you enough freedom to be different. That's what I fucking hate about, uh, FanDuel's, um, uh, showdown contest. Having that sixth guy in there gets, lets you get so much different. Love the NFL stone. Let's go Tweezy. That's why you won. I'm Ron Burgundy. That's right, pal. All right. Should we do, um, should we optimize all four defenses? I mean, look, I think I, I think the defenses tonight are a good way to tell a story. If I am running, uh, you know, like if, if I'm running uh, the Browns defense, I really like Jalen Warren, right? Because that's a correlation that probably the Browns have gotten up. They're doing well. And there's going to be more drop offs to um, Jalen Warren. If I'm going to run the Browns defense, I don't hate going with Ford or Chubb, right? I think both of them are viable. If I'm running the Panthers defense, I honestly don't mind running Derek Carr against that, right? Derek Carr throws a pick six early and now he's having to play from behind. So I run Derek Carr, Olave. Uh, and Jawan Johnson against the Panthers defense. I think that makes sense tonight because if he gets that, maybe he, a sack, a fumble taken to the house, Panthers get nine points, and now the Saints are in a script where they now have to pass. Uh, I, you know, I think that's a script that makes sense. What I don't like is playing the Panthers defense against the Jamal Williams. I don't, I don't think that makes any sense. Playing the Steelers defense against Nick Chubb, I don't think that makes any sense. Okay, but playing the Steelers defense against a Deshaun Watson, I could see that getting there. Editor, we're only three likes away from 150 once it gets there because we are certainly going to get there. 
we will do another one. Matter of fact, we'll even do a fourth one if we get to 175. If we get to 175 likes, we will do a fourth one. We're going to do a third one at 150, 175 likes. We will do a fourth one because you want to know a little something, new guy? I'm not a fucking poor, and I like building lineups with you guys. And for whatever reason, you like building them with me. Michael, uh, a, a guan- I don't know how to say that name. I'm sorry. Uh, do you feel total ownership you should shoot for uh, this week uh, for a lineup? I mean, it's going to be crazy. On a two-game slate, I would imagine anything under probably 300% is going to be pretty solid, right? Is a defense slash kicker kind of showdown night? Yeah, I, 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 looking at these totals, Romy, but I also got to think to myself, you're not going to be the only one that thinks of that. Editor, I see 152. Go drop a drawing for me. It's going to be a good night. Uh, definitely. Good. Okay, Mahala. Have you liked and subscribed? Yeah, and turn on the notifications. You get them, Valhalla. I might be a poor, but not after tonight. When I win this contest, then take this slate down with you. Nathan, there you go. I like how your mind thinks, Procephus. We're the poor folk. It's okay. It's all right. Hey, I love the poors, all right? Uh, my mom's a poor. It has nothing to do with how much money you have. It just, just has to do with your state of mind. You could choose not to be a poor. Caddy is our winner. That's our third winner. Get me up to 175 likes. We will do one more, you mother fathers. 175 likes. We'll do one more. And it looks like I still got a lot of questions to answer. Delbert says, do you see a scenario where Carolina just spreads the ball out to out four receivers? I do. That's, I, I think that in that case, you probably just want to play Bryce Young with one of his pass catchers and just hope that you get the one that falls in the box. What's the highest number of guys you want on one team on a four-game slate? Uh, I would cap it probably at three. But I guess you could do four if you want to count like a defense, right? Will Chubb be the one to open tonight, and how much higher is the ceiling catching the ball out of the backfield? Will Chubb be? Uh, will Will the Chubb Club be open tonight? Yeah, I mean Nick Chubb seems as safe as a as a play could possibly be. But anytime a guy seventy or eighty percent owned, I'm always warm to fading them, especially when it's a running back. I'll just keep saying that. How crazy is it would would it be to fade Chubb? I mean, if you're playing to win, I think that that's uh, I think that that's very viable. Caddy's already blowing me up over on the fucking Discord. Look at that guy. Uh, does the Opto really have Panthers wide receivers? Does the Opto really have Panther wide receivers? Yeah, uh, it does. They just the optimizer doesn't like them very much. I think combined they were like seven percent or something like that. Browns defense a lock tonight. I think that's going to be the narrative, Apollo. But I also don't want to overreact. I'm not ready to sell on Kenny Pickett as a lost uh, bum tonight. Will there be a showdown, Rosetta Stone, Mike, uh, Matt? I think you can just use the two games one we put out, and it it, it could do it for you. Uh, it, it has all the same information, right? And. Uh, 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 we, we, we just do it for the main slates, right? That's what, that's what we're doing. So let's see. Editor, you probably could go upload those. Maybe, hey, editor, maybe see if Mark and, and, and the team want to uh, uh, put in some ownership and we could go put in a separate ownership for uh, tonight. Uh, you probably have to ask Monday too. We'll, we'll see what we can do for you, Matt. Is Harrison Bryant on the solver? Yeah, he, okay. So he, if he's not, he should be. I think we nerfed his projections. Uh, 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 or no, I think we bumped them, but he needs to get on there. Editor, go double check that Harrison Bryant's on there for me. Complete. Uh, by the way, 156 likes, almost a 175. Completely fade one of the four teams. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, you could if you think one of them's going to be hopeless, right? If you if you buy the blowout narrative in one of the games, I think you could get there. Do you like to overstack one game or two game slates? I will probably have something like six guys from one game and three from the other, right? I, I think that I like to lean one game over the other. That's typically what I do. With uh, QB1 injuries, do you like to play it safe with wide receiver twos? Um, I, I, with, with QB1 injuries, do you like to play it safe with the wide receiver twos and take the risk and try to predict who will get the snaps? Yes. As long as they correlate to the quarterback, I'm open to that. Tight end in the flex tonight, big guy. Ruru, nice. I don't hate it, Bob. I don't hate it, okay? 
Okay. Does the pace mean more than uh does pace mean more for two gamers? Yeah, but all four of these teams are notoriously slow, so I wouldn't read too much into that on this slate, Leo. Is having three Browns and the Steelers D in the lineup counterproductive? No. If it is like Deshaun Watson, DPJ, and Najoku, I think that you could run that against the Steelers defense. As I said, the Steelers defense gets five sacks. Maybe one of them is a fumble and a recovery to the house. They get you 13 points, and Cleveland is likely playing in a in a game script where Chubb is now being used less, and uh, Cleveland's uh, passing game is being used more, right? Let's see, getting caught up. All right, do you uh, change the type of contest you play in a two-game slate versus full slate? No, I still like the $100 single entry, the $50 single entry, and the $15. Um, I, 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 there's just not enough guys that I want to put in my lineup tonight. I'm basically going to have one version of my lineup and then just slightly tweak it for all three. Uh, essentially the same thing I do in a one-game slate because I'm really just running with my narratives, and I don't need a lot of different versions of that narrative. 157 likes. You think these low totals, all defenses are playable? Absolutely. All the de all defenses on all defenses are always playable because NFL defenses is like the most random thing ever. You better hurry up and smash that like button. 196 of you need 17 more. We're almost out of questions. I'll give you about four more minutes. Are the Browns and the double runback a good idea with Chubbs and Najoku? Is the Browns uh, is the Browns double runback a good idea? Yeah, I don't hate that. I just it's going to be very very chalky. I mean, I guess if you were stacking the Steelers and you run it back with Chubb and Njoku, that's probably different because I don't think a lot of people are going to go Kenny Pickett in two of his pass catchers. I don't think that will be a very common build, Mister Pentrini. Does it viable to use all the salary on Watson and Chubb? Uh, I mean, you're going to end up with a build that's going to be probably copied by I'm not kidding at least ten percent of the field. What stack are you going heaviest on? I don't answer questions like that. Is there some uh, is there some steam to the narrative outside of the dome that the Saints just aren't as good outdoors? Yeah, I mean, that could be a thing, Stephen. I've never heard that, and I definitely have never seen data to back that up. But I think a 70-degree weather in Charlotte is going to be just fine. Concerns with Kendra Miller potentially being out? If he's out, it makes me like Jamal Williams more, as I think that uh, it's, it's going to certainly guarantee him 20 touches. So if I get where Kendra's out, I, I think that really makes me want to get Jamal Williams back. I don't think he'll be that inefficient two weeks in a row, and he will be getting goal line carries. But you do have to worry that Taysom Hill steals him. Look at that, 200 people in here. Let's go. Don't forget to be here tomorrow, guys, uh, at, at noon, as me and Tambo are going to break down the slate, right? Couple more questions. I'll buy you guys two more minutes to get me up to 175 likes. Uh, are you checking the game totals uh, over unders to get a game script? Absolutely, Aaron. That's why I have the team totals on here. That's why I have the pace. I think that's the best indicator of uh, uh, of how to come up with a narrative is looking at the Vegas totals. Because let's face it, Vegas be ruru smart at this shit. Jalen Warren, top running back on the slate. I think he's the top sneaky running back on the slate. I would not say he is the top one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Vegas is often wrong early in the season. Don't build based off that. All right. Tolga says, fuck, fuck Vegas. All right. Well, go with your gut then, pal. Jason. Nice name. The start uh, times are only 50 minutes apart. Do you really think? Oh, shit. Are they really? I, I just assumed that one game was early. One game was late. I didn't know that, Jason. Thank you for telling me that. I guess I have the times. Actually, they, they haven't put the times. Wait, this is the wrong fucking stone, you dipshit. Yeah, you're right. Fuck, Jason. Great call. You're a great. Hey, Jason, I, I just assumed that the games would be at six and nine. So great point. Great point. I, I don't think you're going to be able to do a lot of late swap. That's a great point, Jason. Fucking that's a great point. I, I don't know this Jason L Lustbader guy, but he's on top of it. Respect. Respect, brother. Uh, you said two tight ends is a rarity, but should you choose tonight? Would it uh, make you think different? Yeah, tonight is a night I'm leaning towards playing two tight ends. I like the tight ends a lot tonight, and it's a way for me to get different without, without having to be just completely off the wall. What up, Tiffany? Ladies in the house. So I thought I'd let you know uh, uh, I'm uh, getting my husband the Rosetta Stone next week. Can't wait. Happy surprise. Let's go. Look at that. What, what, what a wife. 
That guy, that guy married up. That guy, that guy married well. Another lady, two ladies in a row. What up, my girl? Hurst a good play tonight. I think Hurst is probably the safest play of all the Panthers pass catchers. Um, uh, I, but uh, the one thing I could say about Hurst, the only thing that makes me not like him is I kind of love all the tight ends, right? So if I think that he's going to be the chalkiest, it would make me a little less interested. But I don't think that any of these tight ends are going to be overly chalky because there's so many good options at tight end. That's why I'm so warm to playing two of them, my girl. Uh, who's the kick in the nuts play tonight? Um, well, I mean, if, if, if you want to be kicked in the nuts, uh, just go play a chalk bomb like uh, Deshaun Watson, right? <laughs> he'll, uh, I mean, he'll either break the slate or screw you. 165 likes. You guys only got a couple more questions. Can I not be a poor too? Absolutely, Apollo. Just just wake up and say, hey, how can I not be a poor today? It has nothing to do with the amount of money you have. Some of the poorest people I know are not poors. Calvin Austin the third at captain, just too slim. I mean, that, look, if he gets uh, 10 targets and he gets nine catches for, you know, 75 yards and falls in the box, it won't be. But, man, that's a very, very specific script. Uh, does it make sense to have Browns and Steelers and the flex with a kicker? Uh, yeah, wait, kicker, you guys are, you're, you're talking a single game, man. You guys, I, I, why is nobody playing the two-game slate? You guys all love that single-game slate shit, huh? Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, the, that's very specific, uh, uh, Walter, but I guess that could get there. Uh, Matthew Learn, how do you mentally stay uh, in the game after multiple weeks in a row of being a deposit whore? Yeah, so this is a common thing, and I think the best thing you could do is you need to change your expectations. You need to understand, like, I felt like yesterday, if you go watch my retrospective on the Discord, I thought that I had a really good pulse on the on the Sunday NFL slate. I had some, I mean, I just all of the guys that I played the most did well. I just didn't have that perfect lineup, and when you don't have a perfect lineup at GPPs, you're only playing for 99.9 percentile lineups. I had lots of lineups yesterday that were in the 92 percentile the 95 percentile problem is with those when you're playing gpbs you go and lose so you can be building really good lineups having really good uh, player pool but if you don't have that magical lineup you're still going to lose so i don't think it's a matter of process i think it's a matter of expectations and you need to fix that in your mind and realize that if you're lucky you will have one smash week a year the key is is to just let those be flesh wounds, right? Just keep trying to take flesh wounds. Get 50% of your money back, right, on those weeks where you thought you had a good pull, and then eventually you can hit that one week that does it all. Another thing you could do is just play a little bit less money. If you're uncomfortable with how much you're losing in a given week, play amount, you know, say, here's $100 that I'm going to play this week, and I'm going to play it uh, in good contest, and, uh, th- and if I lose it all, that's okay because I'm comfortable being with it. Uh, 168 likes. Oh shit. That's 14 times 12. I gotta be the, am I the only person that sees 168 and thinks that is late swap viable? Really? Yeah. The great point. You go, you guys got me on that one. I just, I look, I just assumed, I just assumed that the, the games would be stacked. I don't know why they're running the games against each other. I guess they're both East coast games, but that just seems like poor planning. All right. Kendra Miller is out. There you go. It, it appears as though Kendra is out tonight. If Kendra is out, I think that that makes, uh, I think that makes Jamal Williams very, very safe to get 20 touches. Very, very, very safe to get 20 touches. Uh, 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 give Jason the next ticket with his comments. <laughs> why, why all the fucking gaps? Give Jason the lineup with that comment. No, uh, no, I'm not. I mean, uh, let's see. If we uh, look, I, I'm going to give one more minute to get to 175 likes. If we don't, I will give it to Jason for being the first one to point that out. For those who haven't hit the like button yet, uh, why do you hate fun? A valid question by Bill. Bill comes in hard with the valid questions. Single game showdown is the nuts. Yeah, I just really like a little two game slate. It gives me, although now that now that I realize there's no late game, uh, or, or, or now that there's not really much time to do much late swap, that's been a real kick in the dick. Can Harrison Warren get there? Uh, yeah, not probably not together. I just don't think so, right? I don't, I don't want. I, I'm open to playing two running backs on the same team tonight, but it, it probably ain't the Steelers, bruh. Probably ain't the Steelers. Probably be old Ford and uh and Cadillac. 
minimum salary for uh, captain spot. Uh, minimum salary. Well, look, I think the best thing you could do at, at captain is just don't play Olave or Chubb there, and that will have you vastly different than everybody else. Happy Monday. All right. That's it. We didn't get to 175 likes. Editor, uh, that guy that asked the good fucking question or that made the good point, whoever that was. I'm sorry. I already forgot. Uh, the guy that pointed out uh, that, the, that the slate is only two. Uh, oh, yeah. Jarrett. Jarrett. Uh, uh, wait. No. Wait, maybe it wasn't Jarrett. Who the fuck was it? You know who you were. The guy that said that the games are basically at the same time. You can't do late swap. You got me. You're paying attention. I like motherfuckers who come here and pay attention. It was Jason. There you go. Jason, you reach out to me. I'll build a ticket with you because I'm not a fucking poor. And when you come in here with good questions, I will reward you. We have four winners. Um. Uh, all right. There you go. And he's, he's already messaged me in the Discord. Oh, if he's on the Discord, he definitely gets a ticket because you're part of my community. I take care of you. Me and the editor value every single one of you. Be here tomorrow at noon as me and Tambo go over the week three slate. Enjoy tonight. For all of you uh, that want to come check out the site, don't forget to just sign up for the newsletter. Let the editor know. We will give you a free week, and you get the entire colored upstone and my pregame lock stream, everything you need to know to get you ready tonight. It has been real, everybody. Thank 204 of you for being here. You sweaty, sweaty tryhards. I will talk to you later. Enjoy this outro.